guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 60. Okay, Lauren, this is a total callback to last week, but you found the quarter. Yes, we found the freaking quarter. Oh it's my gosh. a wild week. Oh my gosh. You probably saw my Insta stories. I, I mean, yes. It Tell segues, them where the quarter was. It segues right into this week's um, topic. But yeah, we... Um, Caleb pooped out the quarter. Yeah, I mean, it he was did. in the toilet. We literally were on the phone with the Phoenix Children's Hospital, the GI doctors, getting ready for like the next step. And like that very night, literally, he it ended up in the toilet. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. Hallelujah. Yeah, because I was stressing like we have like a high deductible insurance. And so uh. I knew any sort of procedure we like would co- go through with like was going to be, you know, a Thousands hefty price. Of dollars, yeah. Totally. And they were talking about a scope surgery and whatnot to get it out. And I was just like, no. Oh my gosh. But you found so, it. Yeah. Such a Yay. blessing. So. All right. So today we are talking all about family budgeting and finances. And we're going to be hitting on Lots of different topics. We'll see where it goes, but like um, how to budget, maybe a little bit retirement planning, um, life insurance, things like that. I know all the good things. We've ta- we've I talked know. about this subject for a long time. I think it's like a great reminder, a great some great tips because everyone kind of does something different or everyone doesn't know what to do really. So oh it's like gosh. great to talk about. I have some crazy stats too that we're going to start with okay. in just a second. But before we do, I just want to take a moment and ask you to please go subscribe if you haven't already. And then if you like what you hear today, please go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. And then you can also find us on social media at the mom voice podcast. Okay. We are in no way experts on this topic. So, oh, yeah, this is just a mom conversation. It totally is. And when I was trying to think of people who I could call to kind of get like some fresh blood on the podcast and some insight, I thought of my friend Morgan. And so, Morgan Stradling is here. Say hello. Hi. Yay. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited she, to be here. Yeah, she is a local girl, and you have very impressive credentials. You really do. Yeah. She graduated from the Marriott School of Business at BYU. She has her MBA from ASU, lots of years in corporate America. And then you recently just made the decision to stay home with the babes. Yeah. Decided to become an entrepreneur and help other entrepreneurs to grow as well. And it gives me so much more opportunity to be with my kids because they're so little. So yeah, yeah. you're doing great. Okay. I'm going to hit you with some stats. Are you ready to kind of, we're just going to jump in Morgan. Okay. So 57% of households in America do not have a budget. Shocking or no? I believe it. Yeah. I believe it too. I mean, I feel like it's either you're one way or the other. Like you either do it and you're committed or you're just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. Or you think that you do it in your head and you really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you think you have the mental Rolodex of all of your spending, but yeah, it's like that does not count. A resolution that never really comes to pass. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Okay. What about this? 50% of Americans have less than one month of their income saved up for a rainy day. 100% believe that. So wait, say that again. 50% there, Yeah, or, or have... in another way, let me say it this way. So another another poll um, said two-thirds of Americans would struggle to scrounge up $1,000 if an emergency hit. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's hard. Two-thirds. relevant that's, with what's happening right, right, right now. now. Absolutely. When people out of work or yeah. on furlough or whatever, oh that's so scary. I know. And then listen to this. Consumer debt, we all know, is just like crazy high at the moment. Um, student loans make up a huge part of that. Lauren, take a guess what the average student loan in America is. Average. Outstanding loan debt. Mm, 150000 Oh, well, you're way over. <laughs> no, oh, just, George, George, okay. George would laugh at me yeah, because that yeah. is what I do it every time. He's like, "What? you always blow it out of the water and then it's no fun. <laughs> yeah. Like you just like totally. Not okay. crisis, no right? What was yeah. it? 20? Yeah. Yeah. 20, it's yeah. Oh, no. I guess I just know many too many dentists because yeah. I just hear about that, <laughs> those true. loans, and it's just like outrageous. Right. And you have a doctor in your family <laughs> with the brother-in-law I guess it's totally. not. That's what's in my brain. Um, and then. And I, I was also, when I was reading about stats, it said we've also hit an all-time high of how much people are spending on automobiles, like on their cars. And that average dollar amount is $30,000. And most people are financing with a monthly payment of $500 a month. Oh. Oh man! Average guys, that's so make an it average. seem very lucrative. Like, right, five hundred dollars. I know. But yeah, that's a chunk of change every month. Yeah. I know, and that's—I mean—that hits me. Hits home for me because George and I actually always have bought our cars in cash. Yeah, you. Have. I've never had a 
car loan. Ever. And why have you done and that? I, you know, I don't know. My parents, like, my parents did that growing up. I mean, George, when we got married, that was just the way we went about it. But I will say I've never bought a car off the lot mm-hmm. either. Like, right, I always okay. buy a year or two older and used. And we just buy it in cash. And, I mean, so to me, to have a car loan, that seems stressful. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just another quite a bit of chunk mm-hmm. of change to pay mm-hmm. every month. So Okay. And then the last one I have for you is... Only 58% of Americans, so about 60%, have retirement savings, which is scary. So anyway, so those are the stats. And then on top of that, being in the middle of coronavirus, it's like, who would have thought we'd be here six weeks ago? Yeah, It's scary. Who would have thought? I know. It's like a good thing for everybody just to like reassess and reevaluate every now and then, I think. Totally. So to kick it off, I'm dying to know... This was not on the list of questions, Morgan, that I sent you. But I want to know, we're going off off script. Works um, for me. <laughs> who manages the finances in the house? Is it you or Jared? You're, I do. You do? Yeah. So I pay the bills. I yeah. manage the budget. I mean, we talk about it. We'll go into yeah. that. But it's me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Lauren, what about you? Oh, 100% me. It is. I, yeah. knew, I knew you were going to say <laughs> yeah. that. Like more so than we probably should have some more team meetings than we do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I manage it all. It stresses him out. He's like, I just rather not know. Just deal with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's every woman's I, dream. I, well, Are you kidding? Yes, it's a good and a bad thing. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, same with my house. Like I pay all the bills too. I feel like I deal with 90% of it. I mean, Jeremy's still in the loop and he knows what's yes. going on. But um, I, I think it's really interesting because when I was reading online, um, the majority of women, their husbands actually yeah. manage the finances. Oh, I'm sure most do. And I then when you, most men. Yeah, and like, then when you get to like financial planning as far mm-hmm. as like retirement and investments and all that goes, it's, mm-hmm. it's up to like 65% of women don't have anything to do with it at all. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. That is interesting. I think I I came into this role because like when we got married, I was pretty much almost right away a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So I felt like it was my way to like help yeah. and contribute and manage something for the house. And so, and then it's just always stayed that way. And even though I like work a little more now or whatnot, it's just... I don't know. It stayed on that way. Yeah. And a, I do think it stresses them out. So yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm a busybody and I have to, I'm super organized and yeah. I like to have everything together and know where it yeah. is. And so I'm like, I'll just, let me just handle this. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you have an Excel spreadsheet? I used to, okay. but now I use an app. Yeah. Okay, my spreadsheet was things of gold. Top oh notch. my goodness. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> oh You're impressive. Gosh. All right. Well, yeah, let's just jump into like family budgeting. I mean, what kind of financial planning do you guys do at your house? Yeah. So we're big Dave Ramsey fans Mm -hmm. over here. And, you know, I can go into that and talk about it, but no matter what your system is, you have to have a system. I think, you know, if you just kind of go into it willy nilly, it's really Mm going to fall apart, I think. And so what we end up doing is we have a monthly budget Mm -hmm. and we talk about it at the beginning of the month, like the day or two Mm. before the month starts. And I mean, it's pretty easy because a lot of your expenses month to month and usually your pay is similar. So mm-hmm. you kind of create the budget the first time and then mm-hmm. it gets a lot easier. Yes. You know, you have birthday parties and things you have right. to account for, but it's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, we just have a little meeting and I go through the budget. I budget everything for the month and then we have a meeting yeah. basically like 30 minutes before we fall asleep in oh bed. And I say, okay, like here's, here's yeah. what the budget is and we go from there. Good for you. That's, That's impressive. A, yeah, that is amazing. So you stick to your guns and you like, if let's just say, I don't know. Food you budget X over. amount for yeah. groceries or like eating out, Sarah? Which one? Oh. Food. Or is that combined? I separate them. Yeah, I would think they're separated yeah, too. Yeah, because I kind so, of, the way that I structure my budget is essentials, you know, things right. that will always be there, right. keeping the lights on, gas, things exactly. like that. Groceries fall into that category. Bills, yep. And then, you know, once you cover that, then... Um, more everything else stuff. is zeroed out yeah. and then any w- whatever is left over from the income that month yeah. then I have a little restaurant budget yes. that we can put money into and then maybe if that's enough then we'll go into a shopping budget or yes. whatnot right. so I don't start with the shopping and clothes budget until all the other meets, yeah. needs are met totally. and so did you start off your marriage this way or was there some like event or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or did it kind of progress as you? Yeah, we talked about money before we got married. And then I specifically remember one day we were driving at night and we had the radio on and it was this guy. And I remember hearing this guy's voice before, but this was specifically the moment when I remember 
Dave Ramsey and being interested in what he was talking about because it just made sense yeah. to me. Do you want to walk through the steps? Yeah, at so a high he level? has the baby steps. And what I love about the baby steps is that it takes this big amorphous blob of financial freedom, mm-hmm. which seems so hard to do, especially mm-hmm. if you have student loans or you're barely, you know, making ends meet, you can't afford right. to keep your lights on. That seems so out of the way, like it will never happen. And so he chunks that down in these little baby steps right where you start at step one yeah and what so the very first step and the way that I love that these are structured is there you have a lot of small wins at the very beginning so like in video games they set up video games so that way you know you beat a level and then you get this armor and then you level up and you have all these small wins at the beginning so you're hooked and you're ready to go and you're like I can do this this is fun opposed to the other way around where you have a super hard boss at the beginning and you're like, this sucks and I'm over it and I'm never playing it again. And likewise, his steps are the same way. So the very first baby step is to have a $1,000 emergency fund. So whether you have $100,000 in debt or no debt, it doesn't matter because if something happened in your life where you, your washing machine went out or your car died, it doesn't matter because you're still not going to be paying those debts off. You need money now. Yeah. And so just having $1,000, and you even mentioned that yeah. stat, having $1,000, just little mini security blanket, is enough to know that, okay, if something were to happen, at least I have this. Right. And yes. so he starts you off. And you can make $1,000. I don't care who you are. Yes, you know, he totally. always says this on his show. You deliver pizzas at night, DoorDash. Come on. Right. I totally. sell things on eBay or to- OfferUp. Right, right. Just to, you know, make a little extra money. Oh, I have always said if I'm ever in need, I'll go stock shelves at Target yeah. at night all day long. I'm a night owl anyway. Totally, I was like, yeah. I will go be a person who's stocking the shelves no yeah. problem let your yeah. ego get out of the way oh my gosh and i'd find... put a podcast on i'd be totally fine i'd right. be like going to work i so said that <laughs> she, she'd be really personal shopping she'd be like oh like oh, no yeah <laughs> let's just filter oh, that wait, to the side i don't have this yet yeah. I, I put Shut this up, in Lauren. my corner <laughs> No. Okay, what's number two? So number two is where you start tackling your debt. But within this, there's still baby steps. So let's say you have $100,000 in student loans or 100, what do you say, (laughs) $150,000? Yeah, for all you dentists. You have $150,000 student loans and then a $5,000 credit card payment and a $30,000 car payment, right? So you don't take the student loans. That's out of the equation. You start with the smallest first. So you, you only tackle that credit card payment and then pay minimum payments on the other things. So then within a few months, you've paid that off and Mm -hmm. then you start going for the car and then you're excited because yay, we got like that credit card that never thought it would go away. It's gone. Cut it out and you're done. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's really smart how it's structured because then you're able to that, you know, it feels good. It does. When you do like actually get a win like that, fortunately, like knock on wood, I have never really had credit card debt. Okay, let me ask you ladies this. Yes, go. I don't have a credit card. Is that Not bad? One. That's awesome. Is that bad though? Because everyone says like, oh, you got to build your... No, I don't have not one in my one? name. Not one in my name. Oh, not in your name. George has one. Yeah. George has one. And you don't have access and to it? Well, I mean, I could take it and use it. Oh, but that's like, good. I don't like... I, I, but I don't use a credit card. Yeah. 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 I mean, is that a good thing? Is it? Or is it bad for your credit? And like... Ramsey would say that is a fantastic yeah. thing. Yes. Because he believes that, you know, you should work your way up. Use where you don't, you, you don't. Have. Who cares about your credit score? Right. You are paying cash for everything. Right. So what right. does a credit score matter? Right. But on the other hand, let me say this. I feel like... So we've always had a credit card and we put everything on the card and we pay it off every month. Mm-hmm. And then we get, get the, the free points, travel the benefits, and the points and the cash back and, and like all of George this stuff. finally, he had a credit card and then we changed to Southwest so we'd get yeah. some flight points and stuff. And that's the only thing because, I mean, we would be on the method of paying it monthly. Right. And that's the thing. I will say not having a credit card has trained my brain that like it, I don't You're cash-based. Yeah, yeah. cash-based. If right. I don't have the money or whatever, I don't spend it. Like it's yeah. never been a mentality of like, oh, I'll just do this and I'll pay it later. To, I, I yeah. just don't even think that right. way. Right, right. But, but early on when we were married and like we were buying you know, buying our house and the, the all whatever, the things, I, I remember being like, shouldn't I get a credit card? And George does like Dave Ramsey. And so he's like, ah, oh, and we just never did. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't know. But no, I only have two. The point system is beneficial. Yeah. And, and, and there's lots of them out there. Yeah, we've never like paid and we always pay it off every single month but we travel for free yeah. because yeah and that's huge. of all the points yeah. and right everything. like my huge. honeymoon by the time when i said this before our honeymoon was totally paid for because of all the work travel and mm-hmm. like all the work points that's so cool everything it's like so i feel like you can 
work credit cards to yes. your benefit. To your benefit. If Doing you're right. disciplined enough. Right. That's and you key. have to be disciplined. Doing it right. And yeah. majority of people yeah. are not like They're not. you. I know. Yeah. Where they'll get sucked into yes. the two free yeah. flights and yeah. all these amazing perks and things. And right. then it doesn't happen yeah, because like, they start spending. Because exactly. most likely they probably don't have a budget. They don't have a plan. And they don't have discipline. Yes. Yeah. And so they just put everything on it. And the yeah. next thing you know, they have five, ten thousand dollars yeah. And it creeps on their up card. so fast. Yeah. Totally. Oh my gosh, it creeps up so fast. Yeah. Um, what's what are like the next steps on like really quick? Yeah. So the next step baby steps. is so you take that baby emergency fund yes. and you turn it into a three to six month emergency fund. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you're we're not even talking about retirement yet. We're not talking about paying off your house because if you got laid off your job, hmm, this is really relevant right mm-hmm. now. How mm-hmm. nice would it be to have that little Nest. three to six month cushion oh of just basic expenses where you could pay and right. yeah. you would be totally fine. And so again, you can see how you're just building financial freedom slowly by slowly and you're becoming more self-reliant versus reliant on yeah. debt and other things to float you by, yeah. totally, That's which are genius. stressful when yeah. the time comes and the debt is due and oh you can't afford it. Yes. No, oh. is Dave Ramsey the envelope guy? Does he yeah. is he believe in envelopes yes. and like sectioning off and putting it away and Yeah, because amount? a lot of people will say, "Oh, my grocery budget is $600 this month." But not really. If it's 7, if I go over whatever, right. you know. It's so he do. says, "You have $600 in this envelope for groceries. You have $50 for your gas bill or whatever." And and once it's gone, it's gone. Yes. You know, that there's different levels of how hardcore you can right. be with it. Right. I've never actually done the envelopes because I didn't come with like such a struggle, I guess, for yes, right. spending. I've never right. really been a spender. I like to spend other people's money, as my mom says, you yeah, know, if I'm with her. Totally. Sure, buy my kids all these clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but when it I comes know, to my yes. own, suddenly I get really stingy. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, that's good. I think we're Being all conservative. That way. That's oh good. My gosh, totally. So you, you then work for 15% into a retirement fund. Oh, that's right. So you start saving for retirement. And then after that, baby step five is paying for your kid's college tuition. No, not college tuition, but a... A college fund. College fund, yes. And that may seem crazy for a lot of people. Like there's no way that I'm going to be able to pay $50 to $100 per child into a college fund because they can't afford it. They have the debt. And so, you know, as you're slowly freeing yourself up from all of these bonds of debt then that becomes possible. And so the sixth step is to pay off your house early. Oh, that's right. And that's kind of controversial for a lot of people, especially Mm -hmm. if you're in the financial industry. People will say, well, it doesn't make sense to pay off your home early if you can be making more money by investing that in mutual funds or in the stock market. But it's not necessarily about that for him. It's more about just getting the freedom Mm -hmm. of and the security no that if anything yeah. happens, you have a house to live in. Yes. Right. You have right. a car to drive. It's like he very much believes in like survive, like you are good to survive. Yes. He's not so much about like, yeah, What's like the best investing investments? smart, all yeah. of that. I, I know where you're going Because a lot of his that. listeners and yeah. a lot of people in general just, okay, yes, in theory, I can invest this money. You're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. How many of us have an extra two hundred bucks, right. and we don't have a debt, or we and we don't have a budget, right. we don't have a plan, and we're like, oh, or just gonna buy some stocks, or something doesn't come up, like your <laughs> right. kid swallowing a quarter and having right. to go pay right. a right. medical bill. Right? Yeah. right? It's like I feel like every time I'm turning around, there's some unexpected New surprise expense oh, yeah. that like, we're trying to deal with, and I think really like. It's not even so much like what specific method or system you're doing. It's just like do something. Mm -hmm. Like just be mindful about it and like pause every now and then to just think, what could I be doing better, you Mm -hmm. know? I think the best thing about like not financial freedom per se, but like it the the best thing out of – and not that you make so much money or anything, but it's just to me the word security. Like you Mm -hmm. feel secure. Mm -hmm. You said that like Dave Ramsey is about security. But like I just – I mean like would it be amazing if, you know, George made a million dollars tomorrow? Yeah. But more than anything, like I feel like money provides like security. And I mean wouldn't we all love to make a ton of money and we all don't and we just have to work More money, more problems, Lauren. And there is – that is so true. (laughs) I have said that my whole life. I agree to that to an extent. No, you know, I do believe it creates it can bring so much more stress and problems to your life. But just the known security. And yes. granted, if it's a small budget or a big big budget totally. you're working with, granted, as long as you're like working at it and being aware, I think you can be secure. And like that to me, yeah. like you know, money brings security, and that's huge. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. Whenever I'm doing the budget, I just feel 
this weight that is off me versus some months if I'm not doing the budget and I'm just kind of like, I know it's good. And then I'm spending a little extra here and there. The weight is kind of back on. And so just having that discipline gives you freedom. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what it is, I don't care what plan you're doing. Just having the discipline of knowing money is going here and here and here is freeing. It really is. Yeah, totally. totally. So another thing, when I left my job, you know, I had a six figure corporate job and I looked at the budget and I'm like, we'll be able to make this work for sure. But it's still scary. But then I left my job and the income obviously cut in half. And it was like, still totally fine, you know, because I had the budget and obviously I was cutting things. We weren't paying as much to college funds. And then I obviously wasn't paying retirement because I didn't have income coming in. Right. But it's, a scary moment like that where you know this is my next step, this is what I need to do. And I think financially that would prevent some people from taking that leap. Right. But having the budget and be able to look at the numbers and be like, we're fine yeah, was really freeing. Well, and I think it also comes back to the principle of like living within your means. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think in today's world, it's so easy to get caught up on the Instagram and who's going where and what's our next fun trip and all the things and who's wearing what. And it's easy to just like get caught up in such like stupid things, material things. Oh, I feel always constantly that I'm needing to buy this shirt. and Right. You see it. It's so cute. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I need or this, the brands I need that. or this or that. Oh, totally. And I mean, we were like that when we were 13 and we're like that when we're 35 and so it's just so much easier now there's a swipe up and there's like it's (laughs) so convenient I am very easily influenced on there these influencers get me and so no but I think if we like if you have the budget and you're very aware and obviously you're cautious because we all want to be smart and safe and we have kids to consider now it's not like me and George just flying by the seat of our pants we have a family and a future and but living within your means is like so crucial because I think it's just easy to be like well let's just get the little bit of the bigger house or the nicer Mm -hmm. car and then you're just paying for it that much longer and it's just a little bit that much harder well and I mean this could be an episode all in itself let's be honest but like really just coming to the understanding that like money will not buy you happiness right no amount of stuff no amount of like design or whatever like you're still going to have the issues that you have. Yeah, real, like the it real life does problems. not fix right, you. Exactly. Yeah. Like as much as you want that designer handbag or those pair of shoes or like whatever, when you get them, like you still have underlying issues. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't fix the it. The retail therapy. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It. Retail yeah. therapy does not work. Right. Like, yeah, a right. good stroll to Target, 100%. Yes. Like that can just it's solve healing. all of life's it's problems. It's healing. It is. <laughs> it really is. But no, I totally agree. And when I was like doing a lot of the reading and research, that was a huge thing is just living within your means. Your means. I just think, because I can think of people in my brain right now. I know. That don't say them. Don't. And it's, and it's, and it's hard to see you know, the stretch and like it's, and then it it just, yeah, it gets a little messy. And if you have the budget, when you see things, if you've budgeted for it and you see that cute top or you're influenced to buy X, Y, or Z, you know, Hey, I have a hundred dollars for whatever for this and I budgeted for it. So I don't feel bad doing that. And I deserve that that and I feel good about it. Totally. hundred percent. And then I think too, I don't know. I feel like it creates a lot of conflict in marriages where like, you know what I mean? Like where there's not an understanding of, Mm -hmm finances I guess or like talking about a realistic about it. expectation yeah. of like this is where the, the, this these, is the reality this is our right. reality yeah. yeah that's what I'm trying and, to say and I think we all like right. yeah see the big fancy luxury life and and like let's be real that's like one percent of America so oh, like totally. we're not there and we just have to like you know take our wins when we get them and yeah. if it's like finally that trip to Disneyland or finally getting your your whole family on an airplane to go on a trip or something or maybe it is the new car you, those small victories are like huge for you know every know. step of the way I know so I yeah I agree and then but also like you said you can go out there and make your little dream too and work oh, hard totally at it can. and and make the best of your situation oh totally can't yeah and I know yeah. this is all easier said than done oh. at a time like this no totally. less I know people are probably listening and being like my husband lost his job weeks ago or, yes. or we're on the brink of layoffs or who even knows and so I mean I guess we kind of just go with this message and go to this subject and hope that like 
get control of what you can control right now and like, and consider your options and reconsider the budget or stick to it or whatever you can do to penny pinch right now. And that's because we're all in this together. It's all a crazy unknown right now. And who even knows what the economy holds for the next, you know, Mm -hmm. six months or year. We just hope that we can rebound from this. I know. Don't even watch the news. I know. I've just like checked out right now. It's wild. But I did want to offer some like really easy ways to, um, like downsize the spend a little bit, like easy things that I have noticed is like automatic subscriptions. So I, I mean, you guys, it's embarrassing. Wait, what's the definition? Like an, an automatic an, subscription. Like a Netflix, a oh, recurring yes. payment. Yes, right. So something right. that is like so some, signed up to your credit card out. and it's like hitting you every single month yes. and you don't even realize it. Yes. I have apps on my phone that I didn't even realize I had like signed up for a subscription and it bills through iTunes. So oh, I don't like it. see it coming yes. through uh-huh. directly on my email. So Little things like that. Go clean up your subscriptions. Maybe you don't need all four streaming services. Yeah, Maybe right. one will do you. Yeah. You know, like there's little things like that that I think you can kind of cut back on. Like shopping generic yep. is a small one, mm-hmm. but huge. Like at the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. Not close. Like maybe like not buy the. Um, Ziploc brand, buy the Target brand of Ziploc. Totally. Like little bitty things like that, they start to add up. And then the other thing that I loved from this article I was reading about is it said to unsubscribe from the emails, <laughs> which we have talked oh, yeah. about. Or I was going to say unfollow the people on Instagram that yeah. are telling you to buy the things. Oh, yeah. Products. And there's all many, so many things. And we've said it before, and my mother's preach this. It's not a deal preach, if you don't Susie. need it. It's not yes. a deal if you don't need it. And I get so suckered into that. Oh, my gosh. It's half off. And Especially I, oh, I like if it's this. Shop Disney. <laughs> Right. No, I mean, but oh, just it all sorts of things. Amazon can be my demise. And it's like, okay, it just because it's that easy. No, no, I don't I need it. I don't need it. I know. So it's not a deal if you don't need it. It's not so, a yeah, deal. Unfollow. If you don't need block it. Block the emails. Unsubscribe to the emails. Totally. The sales. All They're the always having a sale. It doesn't matter what holiday or weekend it is. Oh, and quarantine's like times yeah. five. Yeah. Everything They're is half off everywhere. I'm dying. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know. Ah, stop looking. It's so crazy. And then this is the last little tip that I actually thought was kind of, because you don't hear this one a lot, but it said to borrow things, don't go buy them. And I was like, oh, that's really, like if you need to trim the bushes in your yard, like don't go buy a trimmer borrow your neighbors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like little things like that. Or if you have like a specific kitchen tool that you need to use that you don't often use, like yeah. ask to borrow. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I, I have mixed feelings about that. Why do you have mixed feelings about that? I don't that? know, because George did borrow his, what are those like electric oh, no. saw, what are Hedgers. those hedger things? He borrowed it from me all, all the time. And I was just like, oh my gosh, we're so tacky. Can you just go buy one? Like this is, <laughs> I was just like, so I feel like, yes. Go buy a like, $40 yeah, like, but I, Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. But there is some truth. If you know you're only going to need it like once. Yeah. Right. Yes. But you're going to be hedging your bushes every month. So don't be so, the annoying neighbor. That's yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Don't be the mood. Don't be the tacky neighbor. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Am I the worst? <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm like, but if it's a one-time thing, for sure. Like, you're not going to use it again. Right. Like, if you're sewing something or you're trying to teach her to sew and you're never going to sew again, then borrow a sewing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go buy that. That's going to sit on the shelf. Another way that just popped in my head that you could save money is converting to a family plan on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. So we did that about With like a, your siblings or yeah, something, your or parents like, or something. So about a year ago, I mean, we were paying. Gosh, you guys, with the with the phone payments, how they are now, it's just crazy to have an iPhone. They want you to pay monthly on it. Yeah. It's just annoying. Anyway, we ended up getting my in laws on a family plan, and we split the you know, and it yeah. saves so much money. Yeah. I was shocked we weren't doing doing this earlier. So, like, investigate the family plans, Mm -hmm. okay? And then just... I have to laugh. All four of my sisters are in my mom's and dad's plan. Are they? I'm on my mom's plan, my brother's, not my (laughs) sister, because she has teenage kids now. Oh, so maybe this is way more common (laughs) than I realized. Well, I just never got off it. (laughs) Yeah, you never got off. My husband's still on his family's, and I'm still on mine. Oh, that's so funny. One day, I guess we'll merge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we split our Disney Plus with my sisters. Oh, do you? All three of us have, like, you know, a profile. I use my mom's Netflix. Yeah. I have Disney Plus, and my brother has Hulu, and we just share all the logins. Because most of the time, we're not all watching it at the same time. And, like, Disney Plus, you can have four different at at the same time. And if we're going to keep going, we do that on Prime, too. 
Yeah, oh, you and my family does Prime together. So yeah, the Amazon yeah, yeah. Prime. You so. rebels. I know we're rebels. Bending the rules. <laughs> I was just excited to get my family plan going. No, that, <laughs> I'm not it, sharing that yet. That makes sense. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say is to maybe challenge yourself to do a spending freeze or yes. like a spending fast. Yes. Um, maybe one month. If you do, if you're coming and are listening to this and thinking like, I have a pretty good handle on things. Yeah. I feel like I'm good. Yeah, we don't really budget. We don't sit down. But you will be shocked. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, I did it last year. Lauren, you can attest to this. For one month. Yeah, it was crazy. My husband sat me down one. It was like coming up to Christmas too because I was like stressed out about it. He sat me down. He was like, Sarah, the Target has to stop. Amazon Prime and Target has to stop. And I was like, what? I got all defensive. I'm like, no, I don't spend that much. Like, I'm really good. I don't ever shop. Like, ha, you know, whatever. Oh, I know. And you guys, and so he put me on a no going out, mm-hmm. no frivolous, like spending, no eating out, anything for a month. And we saved so much. You, yeah. I, you will be shocked. It's like the calories. It's yeah. like when you're not journaling calories. No, I just yeah. ate that It's many. the same thing. Yeah. Like you don't even realize how many calories you're eating unless you track. Yeah. Like, so I did no spend September and I thought I was yes. so clever and I'm like, yes. I didn't invent this. And I look up the hashtag. It's a thing. It okay, is. Guys, like, <laughs> I did not invent this, oh, but I, I did it. That. And this was when I was still working my job. So Here's one thing when you're budgeting is just you you don't have to be such a tightwad all the time. It's when you have the income, all the you account for everything coming in and everything coming out. And when you have extra, you can either choose to save that or you can spend it, whatever, whatever works for you. You know, put an extra towards your mortgage and you're not going to put all of it towards your mortgage. So you're going to have whatever. And so I did that, too. And it was the same thing. It was bare bones, no eating out, no shopping, no anything extra. And it was hard. It was hard, but then I got got competitive about it. I was like, oh, I will show you. Like, you just wait. You don't think I can do this? I can do this, okay? And so it kind of got fun for me in a weird way. Yeah, I felt at the end it got easier because you just knew I can't spend. Like, it's just not an option. Yeah. So you don't. And And then that's kind of the training those financial muscles to stop spending. It's so true. Training them. It becomes the need and the want. Because I mean, Mm. oh my gosh, half the day if I just like, do I need this? No, I really, I don't need anything. Like, you know, really, we are so, my family's so blessed to have everything we could need. Or I I, I don't, yeah. And so, yes, I I thought I said that backwards. We don't need anything really. But man, the wants could go on and on. And uh, it's the deals and the sales or the things or whatever. And that's where it's like, yeah, you just got to cut that out. And it's like shocking. I I, I saw one that was about the kitchen. And I forget, it had a cute plan word, something stock September 2 or something. But it was like, don't buy groceries. Buy groceries the first day of the month. And then don't like with- Eat what you have. And then eat what you have. And like literally get creative with your cooking and like what you have and you're not going to the store. And I and maybe but other than the basics of bread and like bread, milk and butter. That might work for people, but not for you because you don't keep stuff in your freezer. Well, well, my children eat us. I, I do- I'm doing better with the freezer. Oh, m- but my Morgan. children eat all the <laughs> snacky things. So then I'd have to get creative with like all the dry noodles. Yeah. And, like, you know, I don't know, the meats. <laughs> oh, see, I think what they're getting to is people like me, like I buy so much frozen crap, like like stir fry mills mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Trader Joe's mills. And like my freezer is packed. And I then I don't ever eat that stuff. It's horrible. And then I went to Lauren's house one day. I opened her freezer. It was like empty. Ice I, trays. I know. Like, I had like a few things. And, yeah. I, and I know. I actually got better. Right before quarantine, I stocked up majorly. So and I've been better at stocking because it is good to have No, but I hand. thought it was genius. You're less likely to maybe eat yeah. out if you have the food. But I know. I don't. Oh, but see, I'm not. I'm not disciplined enough to be like, no, I need to cook the stir fry. Yeah. I like yeah. want to go get in and out when I want in and out. Right. I know. You know? I know. It's... So anyway, I know. That's a good one, though. Maybe just do a challenge, either a spending fast or... Yeah, or eat what you eat have. Eat what you have yeah. in your kitchen. Get just creative It'll reset meal. you. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, well, the last thing I wanted to talk about really quick, just because it's kind of relevant in my life. Well, should we talk about retirement planning at all? Or have we kind of hit on it a little bit? I, I don't know. I'm an amateur at it. So I yeah, know. you tell us more. So yeah. So when we hit that baby step, we started saving 15% for retirement. Okay. And the nice thing about it is it automatically comes out, which, so you don't have to think about it. So then, you know, when your budget, it's already there, you know, mm-hmm. 15% is automatically going to that every That's single great. month on whatever, whatever day. And 
it's actually not that hard. It's like anything. And I think oh, it's huge. I think it's actually a um, sacrifice in a weird way. Like if you do get kind of used to living cash in, cash out, like because we're kind of the same way, like it's kind of painful to set aside money for mm-hmm. retirement because it's so far away. Like it's mm-hmm. so yeah. far away. Right. And kind of the same thing with life insurance. We literally just signed up for uh-huh. it like last month. Shockingly, I'm almost 35 years old and we just now got it. But even so, I'm like stupidly cheap about things like that. I'm like, I don't want to pay this. I don't want to pay that every month. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to die. Like, I don't need that. But he like made me do it. And yeah. I was like, it's it hurts. It's like a sacrifice, right? For but, like the unknown. But yes. life insurance is actually ridiculously cheap. It is. I know. Yes. I know. And, it, and, and the I, younger and, you are, yes. the younger and yeah. healthier you are. If you're you healthy are. and yeah. young. Yeah. It's, it's so crucial. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I feel like we only got ours like two or three years ago, maybe. And just the idea of if heaven forbid something did happen, like how crucial that yeah, would be. I know. I so mean, you do you have it? Yeah. Do all three of us have it now? I'm the last one to get well, it. Well, I actually, I, if I you, don't know if I have it. I think George has it. Oh, well, that, I don't think a, I, normally mean, you I don't get think it. I did it on myself. Yeah. Normally you get it if you have an income that if something were to happen to you. Your breadwinner type. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole family would just be destroyed, even yeah. if you had an emergency fund. Right. Um, and so I still have it because, you know, yeah. I, I have my own business now and whatnot, but yeah. yeah, that's kind of the the main thing. That if you were to lose that income yeah. because that person died, yeah, you would you, want that replaced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we ended up insuring, yeah, both of us because I said, I mean, if if something happens oh, to me, he totally. needs childcare yeah, help, yeah. Oh, like yeah. a lot. And that's I know he needs <laughs> like a nanny yeah. every day. We talked day. about that too. I yeah. know, and or just even like some morning time, you're going to be like out of work for quite a few weeks, like all the things. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I mean, we might get maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we did do it on me, but yeah, I, I remember know. for sure we did George and. I know. It's, it's super like twenty five to fifty dollars yeah. a month depending on, you know, yeah. whether you're doing how many years and whatnot. Yeah. It's almost it's kind really of a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If you're willing to sacrifice that money every month. For sure. Um okay. Well, hopefully people got like a little insight or reset. Insight or yeah, inspiration maybe. Yeah. Just to even like go research your own budgeting program, mm-hmm. research Dave Ramsey, mm-hmm. maybe you know, ask friends what they do or did you say use an app? Yeah. So I started out using mint, yeah, which is free. They have ads now, which are kind of all over the place. But what I like about mint is that you, it automatically tracks your, like you can connect your bank accounts yeah, and then you can start putting it in your budget. But as far as like creating a budget month over month, it's not that great. It's not really a budgeting tool per se. Yeah. So then Dave Ramsey came out with his own called every dollar. And that's what I use now. And he has a free version and a paid version. So the free version, you have to manually put in your transactions, Mm. which is kind of annoying because there's just all sorts of things. And so it's a hundred dollars a year, I believe to, to use the paid version. But me, I save that much in a month when I am budgeting. Mm -hmm. So it's totally worth it for me to pay for the app because it gets me in that mode. And I, every night, like I'll just sit in bed before I put my phone away and I'll have 13 transactions for the day or 10 or five or whatever it is. And I just categorize them to the different buckets. And then you can see there's a little tracker on the bottom for each bucket to see how close you're getting to reaching that bucket. And it gives me that mental reminder every day that, okay, groceries we're cutting it close scale we back. probably yeah. don't need to go and buy all the organic stuff this mm-hmm. week and we actually probably don't even need to go this week you know right. it just gives you that discipline yeah. which has kind of been and the a main reminder I think yeah that's so great. that's what i love i would what is either it use again? mint or every dollar every dollar yeah i tried great. mint 10 years ago and oh my gosh they emailed me really i swear your I bank still, account is not connected i still get to emails i, did I do too 10 years yeah. ago i'm like yeah. mint leave me alone and i'm not budgeting right now leave me yeah. alone and really the only reason the dave ramsey one is paid is because it actually costs money for yeah. those bank integrations yeah. so it's just for them to keep the app up whereas oh, totally. mint they just pay for that by serving you ads all over the place yeah. but then apparently being super annoying in email yeah. so oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> or you can create your own spreadsheet or you can download spreadsheets go on pinterest oh, yeah. just download oh, it pinterest yeah totally good idea you can do it yeah. you don't have to have all these fancy things and you don't even have no. to have a fancy app and you don't even have to do dave ramsey again right. it's just like finding a system that works for mm-hmm. you and just like being aware of what you're doing yeah and just like reassessing it every now and then because i think like 
you might be an awesome saver already. Like I always think about your sister, Emily, and Mm -hmm. she is just like so good. We call her the dill. Like she's a dill finder. Yeah. She knows like how to get the best bang for her buck. Right. But like no matter if you're already awesome at it, you can always be a little bit better. You can always like make a little improvement somewhere. A little bit tweak. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, Or like start doing the retirement stuff or like start. Right. Future planning. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of more complex. It's more adulting than I'm really used to, (laughs) guys. I know. Gosh. So much we'll adulting. Convert you. So much adulting. <laughs> I can't deal. Okay. Well, let's wrap up with our hit and miss of the week. Um, Lauren, what was your hit? My hit is just kind of through quarantine, I got together this um, art cart yes, that you I've did. been super excited about. It's kind of just kind of re-energized the kids to get crafty and color. And so it's like a little three-tier cart on wheels. It's super cute. And um, I just got some new stuff and new markers and... I don't know, paints and things like that. So it kind of something to do. And it turned out really cute. Yeah. I've been wanting to organize my craft stuff. My kids love to craft and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of needed it all in one place mm-hmm. and got some containers and made it kind of cute. And so it's a lot easier. And it's cute because it can roll around um, like room to room or table to table. And so I like that too. And I have to know, was this your idea or did you find oh, this I've somewhere? I've seen it. I've seen have it you? done. I'm trying to think who maybe the first one I saw um, it's super cute. Yeah, I didn't know if no, you just came across no, the card. No, and you were I've like, seen oh, it be done perfect. on Instagram and stuff like that. So I was like, ah, I got to do that. So yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, it's been good. Um, so my hit for the week is, you know, with quarantine, I had all these grand plans to like organize everything. I was going to like all the stuff because I'm a, I'm a macro cleaner. Mm-hmm. I'm not a micro cleaner. So like my house on the outside, it looks really clean. But if you open up a drawer or a closet, it's chaos. Have have you noticed that? I I know. You say that. Yes. No, No. sure. (laughs) It's not as bad as you think. But yes, I know it's like really bad. Like I know where everything is. Like I can tell you where like every tape measure is, every nail file is in my house. But like it's just chaos. Anyway, I had all these grand plans with quarantine to like, and I've done none of them. I swear the more I'm home, the lazier I get. I'm yeah, not even kidding. No, there's some truth to <laughs> like, that. Like you really think you'll be so productive because you have so much time, time? but you're oh, not. Oh, I actually agree with that. I feel like when I have like a window, I have an hour and a half to do this and this, it gets done. Yeah. But when I know I have all day to do oh something, my gosh. it's kind of like not getting <laughs> and done. And Morgan, you're so productive. You oh really yeah, are. she's like probably laughing. No, like, she, this is yeah. ridiculous. No, you no. really are. But like, oh my gosh. So anyway, my whole point is I had been wanting to organize. So when you walk in my bathroom, there's like this closet thing that I don't know what you call it like a linen closet yeah it's a linen closet yeah okay well when we first moved in this house we literally just threw boxes in there pretty much and the towels and like we never unpacked it like (laughs) it just was like kind of thrown in there for a good two years and it stressed me out every single time I opened it up I just didn't want to deal long story short I finally cleaned out that closet good for you and let me just say to you this is disturbing guys i'm not even kidding in that little closet three black trash bags of junk was taken out of my house that you got rid of three yes yes what kind of stuff i don't even know lauren and you can't even walk into this closet right Oh, no. It's, it's like, just it's like, a yeah, closet. It's like two yeah. doors that open. It's that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got like four or five shelves. I'm not even kidding. Old shampoo bottles that have oh. like, you know, because I'm not throwing away any shampoo because who knows who's mm-hmm. going to need it down the road. That's but like so I just funny. started purging. I was like, if it doesn't have so much, I'm getting rid of it. Or purging like, feels good, though. That's and then good. old medication. You guys, I went through old, like any expired stuff. Yep. I threw it yep. away. I was dying at the stuff that I pulled out. Yeah. I mean, I found crap from Disneyland, Lauren, like yeah. old stuff from Disneyland. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this is so gross. Why do I have all this in my house? No, that was just needed to do. Good oh, job. But it's wonderful. It was such a hit. It was so oh, good. good. It's the only thing I'm going to get clean during quarantine. Well, you did it. I feel great. About it. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. Morgan, do you have a hit for the week? So I saw this from your friend, Monica, or our yeah. friend, Monica. Yes. She had this insect lore butterfly kit. Oh, yes. And it finally arrived because everyone and their mother has been ordering these oh, really? kits where you get live caterpillars and oh, then, you know, you get so to see fun. them yes. into a cocoon. And so teach those, a life lesson. Yeah. And yeah. so my kids, they understand, I guess, the process of how, but they've never seen it. Yeah. And so finally it shipped and it came today. So Fine. it's potential. 
Yeah, yes. that's <laughs> gonna be great. It's I'm really gonna excited be because it's perfect. It's so so something fun. to do, something to look at every day. Yeah, that's so fun. I I need to do that too. My kids would love that. Oh, totally. That's so cute. Well, you know, my kids have a weird thing with animals. Do you yes. think um, Kate would get creeped out by the? Well, it's in like it's in like a little like it's in a jar, container, right? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're not that. just wandering around your house. Morgan, my out. kids are like ridiculous with animals. Oh. <laughs> Luke is afraid of afraid. birds. Like if a bird comes by him, he's like, Burr. "Oh, you don't know this? I don't oh, think I've seen the bird." Oh, thing. Luke's a total weird. I don't know what I've done to my children. Kate won't go near a dog. Like she hates dogs. Yeah, they are it, a little it's just on a, edge. It's just weird. I okay. have a dog, and I wish I didn't have a dog after I had kids. But oh. I will say that having a dog just makes Makes them so much more comfortable, at least yeah, for right. everyone I know. Like their sure. kids aren't afraid. Yeah. Totally. That's yeah. one good yeah. thing, I guess. They're used about to it. Having, yeah. a, having a pet. Yeah, totally. totally. Don't ask Lauren about having a dog right now. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> we I need a Gus update. I, Give us a Gus update. Gus, no, Gus is good. I uh today. I, I guess, yeah, here, here, we'll even count this as minus. I'm going to hit this thing over and over. We I have know. these new things on the mic I'm not used to. Yeah. Sorry. It's like over and over. Um uh, sure, we'll just count Gus as my miss real fast. No, I like Gus. And he if I had to have a dog, he's a good dog to have. But a dog is just another thing to worry about. Like to feed, to care for. Your fifth child. Entertain. It's starting to get hot. So I feel bad letting him be outside like all day. Yeah. So then I'm like, come inside. And and then like irrigation's a thing now. And like wet feet. But Lauren, and- do you ever just like get on the couch with Gus and just cuddle with him and watch a Hallmark movie? Do do people let their dogs on the couch? Do you let your dog on the couch? Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I don't cuddle with him. You don't? No. no. I, don't, I don't really I'm to want- the annoyance point with him really just, I don't really want my dog <laughs> on the couch so but I will sit on the floor you saw me the other day I was holding him after he's George huge. made you yes please. no I he he does he is no he's a sweet dog like it really is a yeah. good dog he's it's just massive. merely like the thing another thing yeah that's all he's a good dog and like he's sweet and he just does have like the puppy dog face where it's just like this like what is with the puppy dog face like it's kind of like the sad face you think are they sad oh. but they just have the, the face you know I just and it's love like, it and so I no he has this he's got a sweet demeanor most of the time and like he'll just come and sit next to me sometimes and no and that is so he's endearing. just like mom please love me yeah and George is always like yeah can you just like yeah like him come on tell him you love him I'm like I I do I just have four other children I have to do the same thing for I know it's so true no See, this it's, is it's that. coming in time and he's still a puppy and people keep reminding me that he's only like seven months and they're like the puppy thing lasts for like two years just oh, wait till he calms down a little and then it's like really like you'll cute. love him but, and see this is the irony of my life Morgan I want a dog so bad but like I had Gus the night because she surprised her kids and so he spent the night with me one night and I like tricked my daughter in the morning like it was her like we were going to get a dog and she literally was like terrified tears mom you're going to have to pick it's me or the dog she I'm literally leaving said or that. the dog is she leaving she literally said yeah. that yeah I mean hysterics she's hysterical I and know, I really you, want one you need to get a dog I want you to get a dog Sarah I know anyway she okay. needs that well my miss um my miss. I, I'm, yeah, I'll just say it. The McDonald's thing, it just happened. I was going to say falling down the stairs, but I kind of already talked about that on Instagram this week. Yeah. But coming over here, um, because of stupid coronavirus, you can't go in anywhere. You're forced to do the drive-through. I ended up behind a man who was in an RV trying to go through McDonald's. <gasps> Which is so funny and, to think of. Yeah. And it was like, you know how there's the overhead pass, the nine-foot yeah. tall thing that you can't right. go under? Right. So he's like literally... I don't know, 15 feet from the order machine. And so I just like go on up in there. I'm going to the speaker. And he literally (laughs) rolls down his window and starts yelling at me. And he's like, I'm in line. I can't. He's like pointing at the overhead deal. I just can't drive, but I'm in line. I'm ordering right now. I was like, whoa, okay. All right. I'm backing up. And then he proceeded. I'm not kidding. I counted 18 minutes. I sat in the line at McDonald's to get a drink because he was complaining about his order. His kid did not get the right toy in his Happy Meal. I was like... Oh my gosh, this man. And then I was locked in, Lauren, because oh he's blocking gosh. me with the RV. And I was like, I can't. Not deal to with mention it. it's like seven o'clock at night. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, like what are you doing? Like, take weird. one for the team and like just yeah. get out of the RV and go somewhere. Like that's, walk into Chipotle or right. something and walk <laughs> right. out. Like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so that was oh, annoying. Okay. I'm sorry. Morgan, what's your miss? My miss just happened. So we have 
citrus trees and all the lemons are falling off the trees right now so if anyone needs lemons and you're local let me know because i have thousands Mm. anyways i went to go pick them up today and i came back and i have rashes all (gasps) over my arms and i've tried researching this i've never been allergic to anything in my life i don't know if it's some people say the bark and the leaves there were leaves all over the ground i don't know it's super bizarre oh my god it's not contagious i don't That's think so weird <laughs> Wait, no. it's like a no contact rash like like you don't did the it just it does, it's kind of gone now cuz i put some cream like you don't on think it. you were like scratching yourself I, or no anything. And I, w- I went out i picked the lemons off well, the ground off the ones the ground. that had fa- that had fallen on the ground yeah. and i threw away the ones that oh, were somebody bad. out there will know we always yeah, get tell in, me we always get a dm somebody I, knows yeah lemons. i did us. research according to my research yeah, if you guys know yeah, that show yeah um that citrus if you go in the sun afterwards there's like a chemical reaction so maybe it was touching my arms and then i was watching my kids outside for a little bit maybe i have no idea but it's really really bizarre all i know is lemon juice turns your hair blonde did you ever do that as a kid? Yeah. Sun in. Yeah, sun, sun in. in. Right, yeah. right. We would always I, at the pool, we would like squeeze lemons and put lemon juice all in our hair to try and like oh, totally. blond it up. Oh, totally. Know. Probably sucks all the moisture out of your hair. Yeah, probably. Something horrible. Okay. Well, thanks for being here, Morgan. Yeah. We're yes, so happy. Thanks so much for coming. It's been awesome. And we hope everybody is surviving with quarantine. We just got the announcement that we're two weeks extended. Right. Here in Arizona. Arizona, two, two more weeks. And I feel like I said this last week, but we've hit the point where we're just like done. We're just like ready to take our, take the risk in my house and like get out. Let's get out. And so I, you sent me the Hunger Games thing where like you had been chosen to go to the store. There's this funny meme. And I got to go to Target last night and I went for like two hours by myself because we we did need stuff. I had to go get things. And it was just like, oh, just being in a store. I know. I just Just miss miss going to stores. Oh, I know. Did you guys see May 4th? Costco's requiring a face mm-hmm. mask to go inside nationwide. Yeah. I don't have one. They, you won't be able to go in Costco then. I haven't been in a long time. You know, I like stocked up for the the Black Death, the plague, pretty much. I'm good <laughs> yeah. for like a I year. Know. I, feel I know. Like. But anyway, okay. Well, that'll do us for this episode. Again, if you like what you hear, please go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen, and make sure that you subscribe. You can find us at the Mom Voice Podcast. And Morgan, what's your handle? At Morgan Stradling. At Morgan Stradling. And we didn't talk about YouTube. You guys, she has such good... If you are a YouTuber, no, you have such good YouTube tips and SEO tips and all the things, you need to go check her out. What's your YouTube... Is that a handle too? Yeah, if you just type Morgan Stradling into YouTube. Yeah. I'm Morgan Stradling everywhere. There's only one of me, so that works for the personal branding side. Lucky you. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) Awesome. All right, guys. Well, we will be back next Monday with a new episode, and we will see you again. Yes, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.